So what I want you to imagine is if you're a big NFL fan, having the opportunity to sit down and talk with Aaron Rodgers. Or if you're a big baseball fan, sitting down with Shohei Otani, Albert Pujols, Mike Trout, which are all angels. That was weird. NHL, Wayne Gretzky, you get the point. All these MVP, best in their class, high caliber uh, athletes. So the context in bowling for that is exactly what this podcast is. And I can't believe that I was able to actually have the opportunity to do it and how cool he was about it too. So on this podcast, I actually sit down with EJ Tackett, who was the 2016 player of the year. He is widely considered one of the best bowlers in the world. Um, He has 14 titles, including a couple majors, um, definitely on his way to a sure bet to be in the PBA Hall of Fame. And um, he literally was one of the coolest people I've ever talked to because his he didn't use his stature in any sort of weird way. It's just a bowler talking to another bowler and just loving the sport. So I really hope you guys enjoy this one. This is 10 Pin Life Podcast number five with EJ Tackett. The, the idea behind the entire channel of 10 Pin Life and like why I'm going on this adventure is I know at least third hand that it takes a ton to live a life in bowling in any aspect, whether you run a pro shop or you own a bowling center or you're a professional bowler. And I'm using those three examples specifically. Um, it takes way more than I think a lot of people realize a lot of people haven't been able to see necessarily what it takes. Um, and you do all three, if I know correctly. Um, between, kind of. Yeah, because kind of. there's... Um, my parents own the bowling center, but... Yeah, but you're there. I'm there. Is, is now, is, the tour experience is not in, the, in that bowling center, though, is no, it? No, it's not. So okay. uh, Ronnie Russell and I, we have, we have two pro shops, mm-hmm. uh, both in Indianapolis. One's in Fishers, but still yeah. Indianapolis. Uh, inside uh, Pinhead's. And Fishers, and then All Star Bowl in Indianapolis. So okay. we have two pro shops right now. Yeah, and you guys just got. Um, I can't remember his name. Mike Devaney. Mike Devaney. Yeah, and, yep, yeah. He's he's, uh, he's running the shop at All Star. Yeah, that's awesome. Us, so. That's a big grab. Mike's a smart dude. He is very intelligent. Yeah. Um, he actually moved uh, to Indianapolis almost a year ago now. I think it was last March. Uh, it had nothing to do with us. Um, he just. He'd been in California for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved to Vegas. He was there for not very long. And living in Vegas, I don't. I personally, I don't think I would like it. No. Um, I, I like to visit Vegas. <laughs> about three days is about, I think, perfect. Yep. yep. Um, or maybe four. A long weekend is okay, but mm-hmm. after that, it just it, it becomes redundant. To yeah, me. for sure. Um, but uh, and obviously, California is very expensive to live in. Yeah. And uh, that's crazy. And so he decided to come to the Midwest. Which, bowling's huge here, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it worked out. We had we had just bought the first pro shop uh, at yeah at uh, Pinheads mm-hmm. about two months before he moved, um, and then we were on tour. He ended up helping us in that shop, filling in and 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 working for us there. And then when we were able to buy the other shop, it just made perfect sense to have him mm-hmm. you know full time in that one yeah, um, since sure. we're going to be gone. And uh, Ronnie does a lot of work at Pinheads. Um, obviously, I live 
hour and a half away, so I'm not there as much mm-hmm. as they are. I, mm-hmm. I still come in a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working at All Star a lot more, sure. just because the, the volume in that shop's a little bit higher, uh, and we need two people yeah. there nice. a lot of the time. That's so a great problem to have. It is a good problem <laughs> to have, and it's, it's actually uh, Mark Sullivan that bowls. He bowls on the senior tour. He yep. was the previous owner of the pro shop. Okay, and uh, he sold it because. He had too much business. Just he, couldn't handle he wanted it. he wanted to work or he wanted to bowl more. Yeah. Um, so he decided to, you know, get out of that particular pro shop because he wanted a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people initially thought we kind of like pushed him out, but mm. it was actually the opposite. He was he wanted somebody to <laughs> right. come in and, and buy it from him so that way he did have more time. Uh, he still has a pro shop. He went to another shop okay. in the area, and uh, you know. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, yeah, and for sure, uh, it worked out for us. Nice. So, th- I'm I'm really just kind of curious about like what a day in EJ Taggett's life looks like, to be frank, because um, I don't know. N- number one, and I just kind of talked to Tom and AJ about this, where it's like so few people have any understanding of what it takes to actually be a professional bowler. Mm-hmm. Um, but for yourself. Um, I think that by your own success, like there's, I don't know if you feel pressure or if it's even real to you, but it's like, you know, you're kind of like MVP caliber type bowler at this point. Um, what is, what does it take to, what, what do you do every day to, to essentially stay up to the standard that you've set for yourself? Yeah. One thing, um, so the last couple of months, you know, one thing I like to do in the off season is take a break. Yeah, you know, it's it's mentally uh, exhausting what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're doing it all year long, just about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's the same in any sport. You know, you go through your season, and you need you need time off. And and our sport's not any different. Yeah, you need you need some some guys need physical time off. Some guys need mental time off. I'm more on the the mental side of things to mm-hmm. say, you know, level headed and 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 um, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm more taking some time off for for the mental aspect of the game. Um, you know, about, about a month ago, um, I got practicing again and and getting ready and, um, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a go practice every single day, Mm -hmm. most days, Mm -hmm. um, might take a day or two off a week, but, um, and I don't practice for a long time either. I have, I have a specific thing. I go in the bowling center. This is what I want to accomplish today. Mm -hmm. And when I accomplish that, I go home. And okay. that's part of the, the mental thing for me that I go do exactly what I want and need to do. And then I go home. And I, and I think and everybody's different. You know, everybody's yeah. got a different formula. Yep. Um, and that's just what works for me. Yeah. Um, it took a long time to figure, figure out, you know, the right thing, what I needed to do for myself to, to be as successful as I could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't spend a, a ton of time, mm-hmm. you know, throwing shot and shot and shot. So that's just, that's just not who I am. Yeah. But I do have a purpose every time I come in and sometimes it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours, mm-hmm. you know, it's whatever I feel necessary to accomplish that goal that I set when I came in. How do you set that plan? Is that something that's like a day to day feel based thing or do you have a regimented program that you try to do or how does that kind of work for you? Yeah, it's a, uh, I'm, I'm way on the feel side. Of okay. Things. I'm, I'm not technical at all. Sure. Um, I try to keep is few amount of uh, technicalities out of my game yeah or in my game whatever yep um as possible Mm -hmm. because i I don't want to go down that that mental road Mm -hmm. um, because you start thinking about it and i think it deters from your natural ability being able to take over 
Yeah. Because when you do get in those pressure situations, and we, you talked about it previously about pressure, obviously, yeah, I feel pressure all the time. Yeah. I get nervous. Yeah. The thing I tell people, uh, I, I've backtracked a little bit. I've watched Tiger Woods my whole life. Yeah. And I believe it was, it could have been him, could have been someone else that said, if you don't get nervous, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's all about... Some people are trying to like, I'm trying to not be nervous. Well, no, you can be nervous. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You just got to learn how to use that nervous energy in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Get it to work for you instead of against you. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I had to learn when I, when I came out on tour, um, I made TV shows very early, Mm -hmm. which the bowling center we're sitting in right now is where I made my first show ever. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the the bear, right? Uh, no, it was actually wolf. Okay. The yep. 32 footer. Yep. Um, yep. I made it here, but we bowled it in Wauwatosa. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because we bowled in three different. People are so mad about switching centers. Never mind. Sorry, I'm moving yeah. on. <laughs> so um, we bowled in three different centers. It was like that summer swing in yeah. uh, like 2013. Yep. yep, I remember so, that. Um, which is cool. It's cool to be able to come back and yeah, you know, for sure. bowl it. But for a long time, like I didn't know how to get my body to work for me in yeah. those situations. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of kids bowling now that they're getting exposed to tv very early mm-hmm. so they're having exposure to it i never had it until that time like mm-hmm. that was my first time ever yeah um some people right away yeah i wasn't one of those i had a curve i had a very long learning curve mm-hmm. it took me a couple of years mm-hmm. um my first few shows i didn't bowl very well and then in 2015 i made the world championship show mm-hmm. and i bowled not not good at all. I led the world championships. Yep. I was the only right-hander on the show. Yeah, I that was bowled. the one that Gary won, right? Yes, mm-hmm. and I bowled. I didn't bowl good. But something happened on that show that I, I when I switched balls nor- towards the end of the game mm-hmm. and I threw one shot and saw what my ball did, a light bulb went off, and it clicked. Hmm, okay. Two months later, I made the show at the TSC. Mm-hmm. To that point, it was the best physical game I had bowled on television mm. and I bowled Tom Doherty he threw like the back eight or something to mm-hmm. beat me mm-hmm. but I bowled very good I, th- I think I bowled like 220 or mm-hmm. something which at that time was the highest game I had bowled in a tv setting oh wow yeah so I went home I told my dad because my dad's been my coach my whole life mm-hmm. I was like dad the next the next time I'm on tv I'm gonna win mm-hmm. I-, I figured it out so what was the thing that tipped over like I knew that you always loved the octane yeah. Like, you've loved that ball since yeah. it came out. And I was like, well, clearly he should have just been throwing that ball the whole time. But it wasn't the ball then. Because that, like, lit- like, literally from a third person's mm-hmm. perspective, it was just like, oh, EJ was just throwing the wrong ball. Shit, that sucks. Yeah. But what was the thing that tipped? I figured out that just from my adrenaline getting higher, uh-huh. that when I was getting to the line, I was just hitting it so much harder than I was during qualifying. Oh. And what it was causing is pu- causing the ball to pick up sooner. Okay. So I was using a bowling ball I was using all week, yep. but now it's like picking up sooner and not hooking. Yep. So when I threw the ball with a smaller core and it did the same thing that the other ball did the whole week, I was like, oh, okay. I just, for now, until I can get control of all of this mm-hmm. and bowl more normally, mm-hmm. I just need to step down a ball huh. and use a smaller core because I'm hitting it so much harder that it, that ball is going to pick up like the other one. So you don't actually fight the energy then. Mm-mm. It's just, no, okay, I know again, my ball is going to do something different. Yeah, it was just using it and figuring out how to use it in a positive way. And I finally did. And now I've done it for so long. This is my 10th year on tour God, this year. really been that yeah. long. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. It's crazy, <laughs> isn't crazy. it? crazy. And now, like, it's tamed back where I can actually, I have a little bit more feel when I'm yeah. on TV, where I can I can hit it harder. I can hit it, you know, yep. more of a normal shot. Yep. I still have the nerves there, but I've learned how to get control of it. Sure. Um, sure. So that concept doesn't always apply anymore, but it's been an evolution. That's right? awesome. So in the beginning, like I said, I told my dad, next time I'm on TV, I'm going to win. Six months later, I made the show in Detroit, mm-hmm. and I won. Mm-hmm. And then wasn't it six months after that that you won the world championship? Wasn't it that next year? Or was, uh, that, was that in 17? No, that was, that was th- uh, the year I won player of the year. 16. Yeah. Yeah, because you, yeah, you won in Detroit, yeah. and then you went to Reno. Yeah, but earlier that, that year I had won um, one of the, uh, like, the flow bowling type events. Oh, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. In, where was it? Somewhere mm-hmm. in Illinois. Oh, yeah. Somewhere up near yep. Chicago. Yep. Um, I won that, and then they had that team tournament mm-hmm. that counted for a title that year. Yep. That uh, myself, Ronnie Russell, Chris Loeschetter, Rhino Page, and Marshall Kent were on. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, hash, hashtag team, yeah, team uh, drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was – you guys – it was uh, – uh, wasn't it America Rooster Illusion? Yep. Why do I remember that? Because, <laughs> because it's a great it's name. Different. Exactly. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, so we won that. And then. Uh, Do you win the Lucy that year too? No. Okay. No, I won. So I won that tournament, the flow bowling event or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, that tournament in Detroit. And then I won the world championships. Yeah. So I had four wins that year. Yeah. And then I came out in 17. I won in Japan. Mm-hmm. I won the TSC. And then I won the first tour finals. And this is all before May. So I've already three wins in before May, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna be able to win player year, player yeah. year again. Yeah. Well, I showed up to the World Series. I had a terrible summer. Oh sure. I just I got in a little funk over the summer. Mm-hmm. Bold, horrendous. Showed up to the World Series. First two days, terrible again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Brett Spangler, my tour rep, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he's like, dude, you're just like chicken wing it. So I'm like, okay. Well, tomorrow when I come in, I'm just I'm giving up a day. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm way way out of the world championships already. Yep. Yeah, I'd have to bowl unbelievable to even make it into match play. Right. Which I almost did. Nice. But um I came in, I'm like, okay, I'm just my ball's gonna be dead end over end today. Uh-huh. I'm just gotta get my arm back in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Well, did that. I think I might have even made the cut or been close to it. Next day on the uh what pattern was it? Scorpion was the last pattern. I like crowbar them. Bowl a ton over. I end up winning that one, but I knew huh. I knew coming to the World Series, I'm like I have to win an event to even have a chance to win mm-hmm. Player of the Year because yep. at the time Belmont had three wins and two of them were majors already. Yeah. Yep. And uh, but he ended up winning the World Championships that year. Yep. Because I beat him in the Scorpion, and then he won the World Championship. Yep. So they gave him three majors and a that's another win. And uh, <laughs> it, I mean, what do you do? You just you, you just, just put yeah. You I just, just gotta say, give him. You gotta give credit where credit absolutely. is due. I mean, yeah. it was it was one of those things like hey. I bowled as good as I could. Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a bad summer, but, you know, yeah. at least I came in here and mm-hmm. was able to at least do something to make you have to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, had he not won the world championships, I don't know. Yeah. You know, the conversation would have been different it, because yeah. um, I would have had the most wins and I would have led money if oh, he didn't yeah. win that. Yeah. So th- I don't know if I would have won or not. Who just, knows? We'll, ne- we'll never know, but yeah. – um, I had a I had a good year and it was it was one of the things too like the year after I won Player of the Year I wanted it was like a personal vendetta that I didn't want anyone to ever think that it was a fluke yeah 
that it sure. happened. Even though when you win player of the year, it's not really a fluke to begin with. But in in my mind, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I, before I came out on tour, I had s- there was a lot of people. My family's always supported me. Mm-hmm. But there was some people like, oh, you really think you can beat those guys? Everybody trying to, you really think you can do this? You know, you're going to lose money and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So when I win player of the year, I'm like, I'm going to prove to everyone that I am this good. Yeah. And 2017 was my best year. Yeah. It was even better than 2016. Yeah. That, which is crazy. That, yeah, it's just the other guy. I guess that that's a good transition because one of the cool parts about me having my own channel is I can ask whatever questions I want. Does it ever weird you out that you're at the same level? Like, do you ever have, like, the out-of-body experience of, like, I'm bowling at this, like, I'm neck and neck with a guy who just culturally is considered the greatest bowler in the world. Does that ever weird you out, or is it just, that's just Jason. I just I just bowl with Belmo, and we compete, and... Yeah, I, I never really have it with, like, um, with like a person. Uh, oh, okay. maybe Maybe somebody like Norm, Pete, Walter, like, sure. legends. Yeah. Um, Belmo's only been on tour a few year, few years more than I have. Right. So right. Um, I think at the end of my career, it'd be something I'll be able to look back on and say, mm-hmm. you know, I got to bowl against Jason. Mm-hmm. Matter matter what he goes on to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it more of, you know, where you're sitting at home, and I just like you. Know, sometimes it just kind of hits you that, man, I've I've won fourteen times, <laughs> like right. <laughs> Right. You know, sometimes you just you, you I don't want to say forget, but you, you kinda do that like yeah. you know, you just live your life mm-hmm. every day and then sometimes it just yeah. it just hits you like, Wow, I like I can't believe you know, all those people told me I would never be here. Right. And then I go, you know, it's look at my trophy case and it's like wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, That's awesome. It, it's 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 kinda surreal sometimes mm-hmm. to just all the places that I've been and all mm-hmm. over this country and all over the world and mm-hmm. been able to win. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I won in Japan, so that's Twi- the only other country. Twice, right? Only once. Just the I only once. won uh, one once there, but been Team USA and mm-hmm. you know, gold medals a few times mm-hmm. and all the things that I've, that I've been fortunate enough to, to do and mm-hmm. the people that I've got to meet along the way. You yeah. know, I got friends all over the world, yeah. which, is, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that is awesome. Um, switching gears a little bit, it's a new season. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the race for player of the year this year starts tomorrow, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, you know, if you had keys to success or things that you're focused on coming into this season, this event, any, anything? What is, is there anything specific that you're kind of pinpointing on? I don't think I ever, like, pinpoint on one particular thing. Um, every event is so different. Yeah, that um, your mindset ha- kind of has to be a little bit different every every event you go into, mm-hmm. uh, like this one. You know, we're bowling against uh, our, our region mm-hmm. really here, so the the mindset of this event to like the tournament champion is going to be completely different. You yeah. know, you got a lot more stages to go through to mm-hmm. get to the finals. Mm-hmm. Whereas at TOC, everybody's everybody's together, mm-hmm. um, and the top five makes the show, and then you just have one step ladder. Yep. So. Uh, That'd be the only thing I would say about that is just the, you know your your mindset coming in has to be a little bit a little bit different based on uh, you know the format of the tournament things like that, but um, I, I think the thing in general for me is just you know staying focused on what I'm doing mm-hmm. and uh, I catch myself sometimes worrying about everybody else. Oh okay. And sure. it's 
It's the middle thing. We go back to the middle thing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how physically good you are. If you don't have it up here, you're, mm-hmm. you're never, you're never going to be successful at anything. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of like, I need to just, you know, focus more, you know, have more blinders on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one thing that really separates Jason from a lot of other people mm. is he's so good at just being focused on what he's doing. Doesn't care what anybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. He just does his thing. And, uh, wherever that puts him at the end of the day, that's where it puts him. Yeah. But I think it's a great recipe for success is just being so focused on what you're doing sure. and not worry about everybody else so much. Sure. That's awesome. I'll, I, uh, like I said, I don't want to take up too much of your time. We are at about 20 minutes here. So, um, thank you. Like this has been amazing. Number one, um, this is not something that I ever thought I would ever get to do, especially <laughs> five months into a YouTube channel. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good week. Um, I'm really curious to see if you uh, remember anything about bowling here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I drove up, I'm like, I don't remember coming here at all, yeah. which is weird because this is where I made my first show. You'd right. think I'd really remember it, but I don't. I remember bowling Wauwatosa. Yeah. Because we you spent a lot more time there. We though. did. We bowled a lot more games there. We bowled the finals for that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bowled the the TV shows there. Yep. We bowled there last year for this. Event. Oh, yep, yep. Um, right. So I've bowled there much more. I've the games that I bowled here and made that show. That's the only games I've ever been in this building. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just don't. I think that's a lot of guys. The no, so few guys have actually bowled in this building. Yeah. That I, it's it'll be curious to see. I, honestly, I'm just mostly curious to see how transition is. Yeah. Because. It's it's a whole new place. I mean, everyone kind of knows how uh, mm-hmm. Bolero transitions. It's just yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be cool. I'm excited to, like I said, I'll be here all week. So um, hopefully I can be doing some interviews later when you're leading blocks too. So yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much, EJ. This yeah, is no really problem. cool. And um, maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Glad to. Anytime. Awesome. Thanks, bud.